Welcome to the Jim Jeffries Show podcast. I'm Jim Jeffries. Uh, please subscribe and rate the podcast uh, in your own words. That was <laughs> no, 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 no. That was supposed to be in your own words, Jim. You weren't supposed to oh, say. Oh, own... I wasn't meant to say because I'm. Why it's in parentheses? I'm reading this off a bit of paper, and it says in your own words. But actually, if you do rate the podcast, try to do it in your own words. <laughs> yeah, like, you don't want to use the words. Yeah, don't don't plagiarize another <laughs> yeah. person's review. Did try... Oscar Wilde write this review? <laughs> <laughs> this is a very <laughs> Oscar Wilde. There was a guy who was over. Rated for quotes. Holy fuck. Yeah. The things that he gets credit for, Oscar Wilde, it's like he showed up in New York and they go, Do you have anything to declare? And he went, Nothing but my genius. Punch that cunt in the face. <laughs> well, I'm going to go before we start the show. Let's yeah, go. Yeah, before on you go on your Oscar Wilde let's rant. Get, no, no, a little, like... little tangent on Oscar Wilde before we actually introduce everybody. A little story. So I was doing a, uh, a bus tour, and I, I get roped into these things, just in my own mind. No one makes me do it. But about once every couple of years when I'm in a, in, a, in a foreign city, I think, I'll do one of those tours, and I've never enjoyed them, not once. And it's right. on, like a double-decker red London bus, and they drive you around. They go, there's the Guinness factory. There's where something happened with Irish people. And then they, <laughs> they, they, they drove around and said, this guy was so in-depth and he knew everything about Dublin, everything that was going on. And then we, we went past a statue of Oscar Wilde or maybe the home of Oscar Wilde. It was something Oscar Wilde. And he, and he said, he goes, there is the statue of Oscar Wilde. He was a gay <laughs> that was everything else. Everything else he had information on. Everything else, like he could have said he was a poet or a thing, a script writer. You know what I mean? He had a few good quotes, but he was a gay. It's like if you ask my dad, I like um, I had like a cousin who's gay, and I said to my dad, I said, "Oh, how's he going?" And then my dad goes, "Oh, he's gay now." And I'm like, "Is that is that the only activity he's doing these days?" Does he, does he, does that, does that pay well? Yeah. <laughs> All right, so uh, this week, the show, we talked about ISIS and Equifax security branches. We uh, did a field piece about Hawaii and the inventor of the... Equifax man- security breach. Well, yeah, we're just talking about Equifax. I know, us. but I'm just like, you know, in your own words. This is in my, <laughs> my, my, own, my own words of gibberish. It sounds like Oscar Wilde. Uh, but before we get into the podcast... <laughs> Uh, let's tell you about a few upcoming tour dates of mine. October 13th in Baltimore at the Hippodrome. October 14th in Durham, North Carolina at the Durham Performing Arts Centre. Other upcoming dates, October 27th in Connecticut at the Mohegan Sun. Two shows, October 28th at the West Hampton Beach Performing Arts Centre. And I will be touring across Europe, mostly the UK and Scandinavia and uh, in January. So uh, a lot of those tickets already sold out. So if you just heard about it now, sorry. Um, I'm here with my regular co-host of the Jim Jeffrey Show podcast, Mr. Forrest Shaw. Hello, Forrest. Hi, Jim. How's it going? I'm doing good. The Dodgers won yesterday. Uh, the Dodgers are through to a next series. So that means I'm having a good week. And also, I just like upsetting the folks from Arizona. Like, you moved <laughs> out there because, oh, the L.A. traffic was no good and it's just the same. Yeah. No daylight savings time. Yeah, fuck, Stupid. fuck those people. I'm, I'm Do they right. celebrate MLK? <laughs> in Arizona? Yeah, for a while they weren't doing that. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah. They just, Luth- the whole state like decided racist not to. Martin Luther State. King Day? They don't yeah, yeah, they didn't, want a, they didn't want a day off. That's how racist they were. Oh, they didn't even take a day uh, off? I don't know if it was the whole state, but it was like, they, I think they do it now, but 
there was a moment where they weren't going to observe it. See, that's the thing is Australia is still part of the monarchy. We're still part of the Commonwealth. We haven't actually separated from England. And other countries like Canada actually did separate. And every now and again, there's the talk of becoming a republic. And I'm a big Australian. Like, I want it to be a republic. I'm very adamant about that Australia should be a republic. But then the argument why we always lose is, well, we'd lose the Queen's birthday. Because the Queen, <laughs> yeah. we, get the, we get a day off for the Queen's birthday. Yeah. And I'm like, well, we could call that Republic Day. <laughs> yeah, they don't want to. You just make it up, yeah. It's weird, f- though, that like. Well, far, you, before you speak, Forrest has to introduce our guests. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We have guests. You might have heard some different voices besides <laughs> my lovely voice and Jim's normal voice. Um, we have writers from the Jim Jeffrey Show, Brian Olson and Curtis Cook. Say hello. Thank you. Hi, how are you? What's up? All right. That's Brian and Curtis. Yeah, two Brian of our true. more lively writers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, personality plus yeah. over two. <laughs> yeah, hey, what's up? Ah, yeah. oh, the jokes that come out of these two men. <laughs> <laughs> you had a good week, or you got anything to promote? Anything that you want to sell? You, you got coming uh, up in your life? I, I, just that I'm I'm writing for a very good TV show right now. I would, I would oh say that. boy! Oh, there you go. It's a <laughs> kiss ass alert. Oh, well, no, it's Game of Thrones. So yeah, I, I, I hope they don't steal <laughs> you from us, so. um, Curtis. <laughs> oh, hey! On uh, October 23rd, you can come to Flappers Comedy Club and see me and maybe Brian and a bunch of the other writers from the Jim Jeffrey oh, Show. Oh yeah, there's oh, a uh, You can tell your friends that Jim will be there, but that is not officially. You never uh, know, though. I might pop in. It sounds like something. I may have that day off. And October come 23rd. It's a Monday. 8 p.m. I'll be learning the script, man. Almost every <laughs> on <laughs> Mondays. My Mondays are fucking not good. Okay. Well, you should have just not said that because we're trying to promote it. And just get the hint, like, maybe you'll be there. I'll be there. Okay. Uh, so we, we used to do run-throughs of the show yeah. in the early days of the pods. We used to go down to Flappers, and we used to perform the shows in yeah. a comedy club with a desk and a bad sound system and just, like, a, a projector <laughs> behind us. Oh, and yeah. I, I, I will say, maybe some of the best shows we've ever done. Uh, those were I fun. I those were fun, yeah. Yeah, yeah because it, it got a lot more swearing. Not that we can't swear on Comedy Central. It's just that everything's bleeped out. And Anyway, what have you. Now, so uh, the show today, interesting show. Um, we decided that we would talk about the massacre in Vegas. Now, what happened was last week we talked about the massacre in Vegas in a more earnest um, way where I actually said I would sort of given up on doing material about gun control and we didn't really, we sort of touched on it um, on this episode, but it was more a spin on the fact that as soon as there was a gunman who shot a whole lot of people in Vegas, ISIS took credit for it. Yeah. <laughs> How did they do that? How does ISIS just think, oh, that guy's probably one of us? Right. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. so it's, it's, it's like it's sad to say like we had to write jokes about this, but it was fun to really take the piss out of ISIS because I don't think anyone's doing it anymore. And it, even like two years ago, three years ago, if I took the piss out of ISIS on a TV show, I'd probably fear a little bit for my life. And now I'm like, ah, it'll be all right. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When you say, when it's an organization that'll take anyone, you know what I mean? Like these losers, it's just kind of like... Well, we had a thing that we wanted to put into the script, but at the end of the show we did, and we'll talk about this more, we did an in memoriam of all the digital characters that have been lost because AOL uh, Instant Messenger has been taken away. So we, we did a memoriam that had Jeeves and all these different people. And we wanted to do earlier an in memoriam of all the terrorist groups that uh, no longer exist or aren't doing very well. So we're going to have like the IRA. And then there was a big sort of sticking point for me where I really wanted to put the terrorists from the Muppets. I can't remember. <laughs> what was his name? The guy that just had the bomb and the plunger. The terrorists from the Muppets. In the know. Muppets, yeah. they had a... Is that about Jeff Dunham? No, 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 no. <laughs> this no, is no, pre-Jeff no. Dunham. No, this oh. is pre-Jeff Dunham and more terroristy. By the way, yeah, oh, like really stereotypical. Like, uh, he had skin guy. and everything. Like yeah. had props. The Jeff yeah. Dunham one doesn't have props. And right? he looks very like Middle Eastern. Like it's, he's got this beard. He's and, got a beard. It's like a sort of a Lincolny beard. Yeah. He, hasn't got, he hasn't got the mustache, and he had like big set of teeth. Uh, he and is. he always has like a plunger. Put that on the website wherever you can. And he has a plunger, and he blows things crazy up. Harry. Crazy, crazy Harry. Crazy Harry. Crazy Harry. And yeah. cra- <laughs> crazy Harry had bloodshot eyes because he's been up all night yeah. thinking about killing infidels. He's white now. <laughs> No, he's, he's not really white. Uh, his name is Harry. That's like... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well... He's got good teeth. You don't know what his second name is. <laughs> yeah. It's Harry Al-Rakbar, which is, which is weird. Crazy I, Harry didn't want women to drive. He was <laughs> just a very... <laughs> it was very... Really <laughs> that, hey, that's a thing at the moment that Saudi Arabia this yeah. week just allowed... We should have talked about this, but the show's only 22 minutes long. But Saudi Arabia allowed this week for women to drive... And well done, Saudi Arabia. Yeah. You really keep it up with the pace. Uh, yeah. you, you allowed women to drive maybe five years before driverless cars. Yeah. Like right before. There already is driverless cars. It's, like, it's like teaching women how to use a typewriter just before the computer. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, gals. Uh, anyway, this robot's got it now. Okay, this is a quick pop quiz. Who, where, what country was the first place on earth to give women the vote? New Zealand. Australia. New Zealand. Ah. New Zealand. Wow. Now I've said a lot of bad things about New Zealand over the years, and I'll continue. What did you do that for, New Zealand? <laughs> you gave them too much hope. Then they got, then they got all drivey on us. <laughs> no, I only know that because I've heard you do a joke about it. Yeah, I used to do a thing. About, I, I used to go, uh, New Zealand's actually a fairly progressive society. They were the first country on earth to give women the vote. So they've made mistakes. Sure they have. <laughs> it wasn't that good a joke. I think my new joke about the driving was pretty good. But all right. Well, you know, I, I, they're I, all not all winners. I, I, so. I, I bag on New Zealand a lot, but one of my best friends is Reese Darby, who is Murray from Fly of the Concords, and I actually rang him the other day, and I want to find something for him to do on the show. I know he's not, like, the most famous... Like, he's not as famous as our weatherman. He's still very famous. He's in the new Jumanji movie. Right. That's pretty good. <laughs> right. He's on Wrecked. But the thing is, Wrecked on TBS uh, airs the exact same time that we do. And so I want to, I want him to come over so he can compete for ratings. With himself. Yeah, with himself, yeah. Um, so we talked about um, how ISIS took credit... For the shooting, and uh, I remember watching this on the news. I don't know about you guys, but as soon as I saw it on the news, I was like, oh, fuck off. ISIS didn't do that. Oh, for Vegas, you mean? Yeah, Yeah, for Vegas. I just knew ISIS didn't do that. 
Yeah, and the, usually it you don't say it like the terrorist groups in the past, or they never claim responsibility right away. They kind of right. let it simmer, yeah. let the. So when they came out like immediately and said it, you knew that it's like bullshit. It's Norm- just like your sure. friend that always takes credit for shit. You know that. Well, I, I always feel for people of um, uh, oppressed races or whatever minorities or whatever you want to say. Well done. Right? No, but no, no. I'm, I'm, try- no, I'm trying to. Fra- I'm trying to phrase this right. Whenever you see like a terrorist attack, like a bombing on a bus or a shooting like that. Muslim people must be sitting at home like, come on, white guy. (laughs) You should have seen us in the room when it came out. Suba Kevin and I were like, oh, fuck yeah, it was a white (laughs) Yeah, yeah. 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 Even I'm happy. As a white person, (laughs) when I see like a white person shot something up, I'm like, thank fuck for that. Because I don't want to have like race riots or then the the Muslim ban and the travel bans and putting up new walls and this is immigration problem and all that type of stuff. And like, let's be honest, I'm not that concerned that, uh, you know, the shooter was Gavin from Brisbane. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not right. going to be an Australian guy for the most part. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now nah, you guys just get drunk and go on rants that get recorded by like ex-girlfriends. Or oh, whatever. we're talking so, about Mel Gibson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's wanna... pretty much. That's this... like the most. That's, <laughs> that's is... what happens to Australians. So. This is what I'll say about the Mel Gibson thing, and I, I, I I'm completely off topic. This is what I think about the Mel Gibson thing. For years, I had argued with people in bars that Mel Gibson was Australian. He was in the movie Gallipoli. He was in Mad Max. He went to NIDA, the National Institute of Dramatic Arts in Australia. He was actually Russell, um, uh, what's his name, um, Jeffrey Rush's roommate. That's the yeah, wow. little piece He also of has it. an Australian accent. He, well, he, he doesn't away. anymore, but he was in everything Australian, everything Australian, but he had an American father, and I think he moved to Australia when he was like two or something. Oh. So so all the time I used to say, he's Australian, he's Australian, Australian. People used to argue with me, no, he's American, no, he's American. He just lived in Australia during his informative years and all that type of stuff. As soon as he said the N-word right, to his girlfriend, I was watching the news and I went, Australian actor Mel Gibson, and I hadn't heard uh, one of you cunts call him yeah. an Australian for 20 fucking years. And it's like, fuck you, you have him now, he's yours, I don't want him H- back. How did he get rid of his accent? You just realised that when you said that, he doesn't have his accent Wait, anymore. and what race was what? his girlfriend? Um, uh-huh. No, no, well, I hate to say this to you, Curtis. No, he, she, she wasn't black. He said on the phone, I hope you get something by a whole lot of n-words it was like, yeah oh like pack like of, like yeah. in a way where he wanted her to have a nice time or like in yeah, a, yeah 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 that's yeah, exactly yeah. right that's movies. exactly yeah. what yeah, yeah. like yeah. i nice hope dinner. you have a good time with a whole bunch of n-words yeah. was exactly. it. <laughs> I, yeah. i'm wishing you the best i take you out to dinner and they they uh don't go dutch it's you, like, you yeah. never listen to the mel gibson tapes no he yeah. played a slave in that one movie though so maybe he gets like half a pass he played a slave, slave in the movie? movie wasn't he a slave in gladiator that's uh, Russell oh, Crowe. Crow. Who are we talking about? Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson. Oh, I can't tell those two apart. We're talking about Braveheart. <laughs> it's the same oh, person. Oh, that's you people all over. You can't tell the difference between us. Uh, this is until the guy they from... say the N-word, and then we can tell. And then, you... <laughs> and then it's like clear. That's the one we can't like anymore. Yeah, that's, uh, that's uh, the guy. So uh, we've gotten completely off topic, but... So we, we went into a little deep dive into what ISIS have been up to because it feels like um, they've sort of gone away. Now, I'm, I'm sure they haven't gone away and I'm sure they're still doing stuff. But um, like Trump at uh, the big like uh, as an election promise, he was saying that he would have a 30 day plan that would wipe out ISIS. And then it's been more than 30 days. 
Um, yeah. ISIS hasn't been officially wiped out, I assume. Maybe they have, but I feel like Trump would have tweeted that. If he did that, that would have been something he'd say. Yeah, I, I, they're, they're always going to be. I mean, like you mentioned in the thing, Al-Qaeda is still around, but they're they're just... Inactive, kind of. I think it's like we get tired. The, the, the fact is, we still haven't gotten rid of Nazis. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> like just just recently, Nazis were still well, hanging they're, around. They're, they're trendy yeah. again, though. So we're 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 focused on it. Oh, so you're is. saying these yeah. things go in and out of fashion? Yeah. Of course. Yeah, yeah. It's like, like the like, like, Yeah. Back. So like Nazis yeah. are like flares. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. But also, you don't you only you're only afraid of things when you don't really understand them, and then once you you know learn a little bit more you get right no no no, no I understand of uh, Nazis and now well, I'm afraid of them okay yeah. well yeah. it's the understanding that's actually made me afraid I don't of mean them. I don't mean understand <laughs> I just mean like I just feel like well I don't know I think it's more of a trendy thing I'm gonna go stick with a trendy are you thinking it's trendy yeah there's to be a Nazi there's yeah. something yeah. about the word trendy that sends chills down my spine it's like you know how some people don't like the word moist yeah and there's another word, cloth is one for people. Cloth? Oh, yeah, they I never heard that one. Yeah, some people don't like cloth. Moist. And moist. Yeah. If I hear trendy, and you know what it is, is because I grew up uh, very working class and, and uh, my mother would always buy whatever the fashionable brand of clothing is, but the knockoff version. So if every kid was wearing Billabong and Quicksilver in Australia, uh, there was a brand called Catch It. Which, right. which wasn't as good, which me and my brothers called cat shit. We were a hysterical couple. And uh, <laughs> my, my mother would buy this and I'd sort of look at it. And, and then my mother was a school teacher at my actual school. And so she would, she would give me this shirt and I'd go, I don't want to wear that. And my mum would go, no, it's really trendy. <laughs> and as soon as you have like a 300-pound like a woman telling you what's trendy, you're just like, uh. oh, I don't believe you. <laughs> and then my mother would reference whoever the cool kid at school was like, Oh, Barney Maple wears those. Like Bar- <laughs> Barney Maple was a real cool person. kid at school. Bar- Barney, yeah, Barney, Maple, Barney Maple was actually the cool kid at my school. I, if Barney, if you're listening, I hope you achieve nothing. Um, okay, before. before. <laughs> well, except he has those billabong shorts. Yeah, yeah. Still, that's his claim to fame. Yeah, he's still rocking out those cool billabong shorts. <laughs> no, he, he, he was all right. He wasn't mean to me or anything, Barney. I hope you're doing well, mate, wherever you're at. All right, before we move on. <laughs> After you wish to on him. <laughs> Do you know how many times you've done that countless where you're like, ah, fuck that guy? And then you're like, yeah, you know, he's pretty good. I hope he's doing good wherever you're at. That's, that's your. <laughs> That's because I'm a good person. Oh, okay. That, yeah. that's what it's like. um, before point. we move on, there was just something that uh, we wanted to mention because last week we mentioned there was an Easter egg in the show on yeah. the bus. Yeah. And uh, but every week on the show, there are like Easter eggs in the credit yeah. sequence stuff. Sure. So we had a couple this week that we added in there. And every week, if you watch a show, which I'm assuming you do if you listen to this podcast. Um, you should check the, every week in the credits. There's something different that we add. Usually one or two, sometimes three things. And mm. you guys, right? The writers, you guys. Yep. Are you guys right? I work, I thought, work with a graphics yeah. department, right? Oh, I thought they just happened organically. <laughs> yeah, they, uh, we have nothing I, to do I with thought it was just through erosion, like Mount Rushmore. Yeah, we leave the room uh, and then we, we come back. We spend like the last five minutes of the week doing that and writing the promos that you hate. Yeah. All right. <laughs> the, the promos this week I particularly didn't like, but last week was pretty good. But this one I, I wasn't as. One of them made me look like a racist, and I don't like that look. I am sorry. About I enjoy that. the feel. 
No. <laughs> I like that. I, wait, that was the first one. I like that. Curtis made you look like a racist. What, what, what was the promo, Curtis? It was something like uh, we're going to talk about financial credit, which in words you understand is like street cred, but for white people. Yeah. And I think these things, forgetting that then they have to be said by an Australian guy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it, right. it actually, it actually, that was very funny because it was a double smack against both <laughs> races. Right, right. And I'm glad that you, as a black man, wrote that for me. Oh yeah, nobody can yeah, see yeah. me on this podcast. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. If, You'll have if, to take uh, our word for it. Yeah, like, <laughs> like if if Brian wrote that for me, yeah. that would be a real shame. Yeah, most of the racist stuff is Brian. Yeah, though. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Which is weird because you two sit next to each other in the office. Right. Well, I have to hide my computer from Curtis. I have to type. Like, <laughs> just look over my shoulder. <laughs> I got a dinger here. <laughs> and our head writer was actually away because he had a baby this week. So if the show didn't feel as good as you thought. Um, write to us and tell us and Jason will be very happy because he was away for this week but if you feel like the show was better than usual write to us as well and we'll fire Jason yeah Yeah, it's not like he has anything to do he's just got a baby allegedly I don't know if I trust that I like how you tell everybody to write to us but they don't know where to write to you were were talking about the the Easter eggs at the beginning What, what, what did you have to say oh I just said you should look for them this week I mean I could give them away or you could look and see but I mean We'll help you out for the first week. Like this week, uh, the ISIS flag split with a white surrender flag. Just going on what we were talking about. Oh, right. Yeah, right. and then is it Weinstein or Weinstein? I don't. I've been asking this a lot. Weinstein. Uh, yeah, I've heard that. Yeah. yeah, Harvey Weinstein. I know, but I didn't. I don't know. That. I know was, who he is. Was isn't it, it? Was it? Oh no, no, no. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, did anyone like have Weinstein with Cosby? Did that happen? No, it was Harvey Weinstein, and then the the slot opens where his face is, and Trump comes in. Oh, controversial. (laughs) Solid burn on our president. And then wasn't a particularly Trump heavy episode. No, we no. mentioned him twice in in. Uh, in but as soon class. as all the all the Harvey Weinstein stuff came out, there was a bunch of stuff about don't forget all the women that have accused Trump of. Yeah, right. So that was a whole. Okay, so we had an episode a while ago about when OJ Simpson got out and uh, we, and Sean Spicer got fired, and we wrote a, a sitcom called Spicy <laughs> and the Juice, right. which I always liked, and <laughs> right. that was sort of Lucas, one of our writers. That's sort of his forte. Is right. like he wrote the song. Yeah, song. he wrote the Sang song. It. He was the guy who played yeah. the coal miner in the last episode. Um... I I reckon we can write a real good fucking Cosby and Weinstein sitcom. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, Where do we go with that? Where do we go with that? Like they meet at therapy. <laughs> oh, they're in therapy. Two okay, old I guys at a... an assisted living facility. Yeah. Just yeah. greasing up their palms. So it's just like flashbacks to the times that were? Like they're just trading stories over... No, it's like... It's it, the sitcom should be called Trying Not to Rape, right? <laughs> yeah. And it's a sitcom it's a wordy, where they where they both encourage each other not to rape. Yeah. All right. Oh, fuck like you all. It doesn't sound very sponsors. funny. It just well, I like... think we got to get Lucas yeah. to write the song. I'm the <laughs> one speaking about love here and trying not to. You seem to be condoning it in the fucking nth degree. Mm. Okay, so that's what we did. We talked about. We talked about. <laughs> what just happened? I don't know. I don't know. I I like. I never asked this podcast. I, I'm just here. That's Anyways, going great. It's doing good. This is a good yeah, one. We're yeah, we're doing good. Okay, so uh, how do we finish up that piece? We made the very poignant um, message that whenever a um, uh, uh, Arab person uh, uh, commits a uh, act of terror or a crime or shoots up somewhere, we we make uh, Muslim bans, travel bans. If it was a Mexican, we start talking more about our wall and all that type of stuff. Or if it's a black guy, we bring up Black Lives Matter and they're thugs and everything. And when it's a white guy, it's a mental health issue 
and nothing can be done. Right. And that yeah. was that was the bit of the piece that we really wanted to get out at the end that I stand by, and it just seems like an extraordinary double or triple or quadruple standard. <laughs> Is there such a thing as a quadruple standard? I think that just goes back to a regular standard. No, 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 it's back to a double standard. No, it if you triple standard, double it goes back standard. to normal, and then quadruple... Goes uh, back to a double. I always forget that you're I a doctor. It it's a double double standard. <laughs> it it's depends a, on who you're yeah. engaging. It's it a quintuplet standard. Right. No, no, now it's back to regular. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. Does that be an odd number? <laughs> yeah. Even number brings it back to double standard, but it's like a double double standard, a triple double standard. They and sound so like secret yeah. items uh, on the in and out yeah. menu. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the wonderful uh, standard. It's the uh, yeah, the Vegas shooter fries. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Vegas shooter fries. Vegas shooter fries. Yeah. It's like the animal fries, but it's just fucking thrown on there. <laughs> yeah. um, it's blood. Yeah. All right. Too much. Now, at the moment, with the, <laughs> just, just, just just before we finish, it's like they had that guy's computer, and this is one thing I'm worried about. I want to see his search history right towards the end and did he bother to delete it and like how much porn do you think's in there well i bet it's a lot of mia khalifa holy shit that just got real creepy who's mia khalifa <laughs> she's like she's the <laughs> she's like the biggest porn star in the world she's like this uh she's arab maybe uh, all i know is that she's this arab porn star who got real famous because she did oh i like how uh, you're backpedaling this all i know all is, i know is uh <laughs> she did, all i hear the word on the street <laughs> she performed porn in a burqa and got like a ton of death wow, threats Wow, because that's weird ah. because whenever i come on a woman's face the last thing she wants is for it to be in her eyes <laughs> <laughs> well Apparently not this young lady. <laughs> uh, so that was Queen Latifah. Anyway, so, wow, this podcast is going to lose me a show. Uh, don't worry. Okay, so our next piece is we did a we did a field piece That's on right. Hawaii. Um, now that happened because I, I was with my son out in Hawaii, and then they said, "Oh, what can we figure out?" And then we actually like we uh, re-engineered the whole thing. We started with me going to Hawaii and going, "What can we do in Hawaii?" And it turned out that there was a uh, okay. So l- let me break it down very quickly. In Hawaii, if you're a Republican, there's fuck all point, right? Hawaii is the most uh, racially diverse place in the country by a mile. White people in Hawaii are like around 25 percent um and so you know everyone's sort of and also everyone's sort of fucking nice there and in the sun and they don't fucking give a fuck about guns and it's like eh, they're all for abortion because they will get knocked up by the tourists you know how it is of course and and so <laughs> so they're mostly democrat and so it, it, what's the number is it like 72 in their senate they have 72 or 75 Democrats and five Republicans. The numbers around there somewhere. Right. Yeah, it was like seventy-five and five or seventy-five and four. Yeah, and yeah. then no, in the on the national level, they have nobody representing. They have them nobody. DC, so, so it's like if you vote governor, if you vote like Republican in Hawaii, really, there's no point to the whole thing. Now, so we went over there and uh, we met with one of the five um, Republican uh, senators, a guy called Bob McDermott. Now, Bob. Actually, I always find this weird with people who I, I, I have polar opposite views on and stuff. And we've done this like with people like Pauline Hanson. We talk to people from like religious people and priests and stuff like that. And it's, it's like in the interview, you can actually sort of get along with these people. You know, like face to face, he's the type of guy you could have a beer with. He was a, he was nice enough for you. And my views are completely different from his views. Um, 
But he, uh, there was another uh, senator. Senator, is that the right word I'm saying for that? Yeah, they're states. Uh, they're state senator. State representatives. State representative yeah. called Beth Fukumoto. And Beth was uh, early 30s, uh, very, like, so young for politics, um, uh, state senator. And Bob crossed, Bob crossed the uh, floor of the Senate after she spoke out against Trump and pointed in her face and said, act like a fucking Republican. Now, (laughs) that's a... That's a harsh sentence to say on TV. Yeah. But she had, she had spoken <laughs> out about Trump. That was... She'd spoken yeah. out against Trump. She believed after when... Like, I think she would have... She, she was a Republican. She would have stayed a Republican if Trump didn't get voted in. She was all for the Republicans. But then as soon as Trump got in, she was like, this isn't the leader that I wanted. You know, I think even if they had Ted Cruz or they had Marco Rubio or something like that, she would have been fine. <laughs> But the problem is that Trump, she wasn't on board with Trump. But she wouldn't so, have stayed a Republican. I think she might have stayed a Republican anyways, just, but I think they kind of forced her out, though, right? Isn't that the whole... No, 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 no. no. She, she, yeah, well, yeah. You don't want to stay in he a was party. Yeah, she, it was, it, yeah. it just, it, she wasn't comfortable from the second that Trump got yeah, voted yeah. in right, after yeah. interviewing it. And so what happened was she spoke out at the Women's March and then and then the Republicans... That uh, he couldn't remember the name yeah, of. Yeah, that yeah. Was, <laughs> yeah. was the thing a million women marched to? Yeah, he goes, he goes, what was that thing where those women were hanging out? <laughs> and I was like, Oprah's Book Club. No, no, no. It was something else, right? They were mad about something. <laughs> and so it was a very simple thing of going, the Women's March where a whole lot of women showed up and they marched out against Trump and, you know, and, and just women's rights. And... Um, and so he got really pissy about that. He told her off. Then she swapped over to the Democrats. So now they even have fucking less people. And I can't remember where I'm heading with this. Anyway, that's what the Phil piece was about. It, yeah, that's just what it was yeah. about. Yeah, that's what it's about. Now she was she was actually very charming and and uh, very smart uh, individual. He was actually, <laughs> he he was actually a very uh, why, why was that so funny? We no, both uh, Curtis we, and I think she's really pretty. Yeah, we've been oh, talking. Both you Curtis both, and I yeah. like we're like we got a crush on Beth. We both have a crush on Beth. You, you both have a crush on Beth. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. I gotta tell you, before I met her, I I was like yeah, but then after talking to her because she's so clever, it's, she's it's so like, charming. Yeah, too. charming like and smart yeah, does go a long way. Really charming smart, and smart, charming. It's like the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. If she switches back to Republican, I'll go with her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so Beth. Uh, yeah, we're very charming and smart, Beth. Now, I'll, I'm going to give you an inside scoop on the story. Here we go. Give you an inside scoop on the story. This is why you listen to the podcast, right? All right. So, so if you watch our interview with Bob, we're next to the ocean. We're on on the balcony of a hotel. It's all Hawaii, like that type of stuff. And then we didn't get to interview Beth that day. She was doing something else. And so we actually interviewed Beth in this very room we're sitting at right now <laughs> right. doing a podcast, and we just decorated the corner like it was Hawaii. Right. You know what? I, I, all, yeah. all, all we did was put, like, the Hawaiian flag and that little tiki statue that was lost on the Brady Bunch. Right. Yeah. <laughs> the one that Vincent Price had. You know, I, I knew that, and then when I was watching the piece, I forgot it. That's how good a job. Yeah, That's yeah. We did yeah. a really good the, job. The, the, yeah. even, even Beth said that... 
that this space was more Hawaiian than her actual office. <laughs> oh, wow. I didn't know. <laughs> yeah, like, like, she doesn't have Hawaiian knickknacks behind yeah, her. Ukuleles like, hanging out. Yeah. She's got these, like, Samoan guys that just sit there. Uh, <laughs> did we have tiki torches, though? Like, we, we got rid of we, that because there was we the thing. We tried to buy tiki torches, but they're all but sold you, out. We right. sent your blonde white PAs to go get it. <laughs> Actually, that's true. We did. We sent the blonde white p- personal assistants to go and get tiki torches and they they were discounted at Walmart. <laughs> like you can get tiki torches at a very reasonable rate right now. Like extraordinarily reasonable. Yeah, there's a couple of RPAs. You could definitely have seen them in Charlottesville. And not that that's where they lean, but just their look for sure. You could have had them. If you oh, hang out yeah. the PA room, yeah. they sound like that's where they lean. Like. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, so what happened was I spoke to the two of them. We talked about the things. And then anyway, so Bob was hung up on this thing called Pono Choices. <laughs> now, 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 like, like when you watch the interview, you're going to see it edited down to about 20 seconds of me talking about Pono Choices. But me and Bob talked about that for maybe six minutes. Right. Right. Oh. Now, Pono Choices is, I don't know if that's, I guess it's an Hawaiian term, and, and it's yeah. Pono Choices is the sex education. Now, there was, and it turns out Bob was right. In the sex education book, they were listing uh, the anus as a reproductive organ. <laughs> right. Oh, he was right about that. Yeah, but they changed it very quickly uh, to okay. a sexual organ, which he still wasn't happy with. But, you know, if you look at porn, you'll find yeah. out that people are doing sexual things <laughs> to the bot bot. Prostate is there. Pono, by the way, is a Hawaiian the word. Prost- <laughs> Pono is a Hawaiian word commonly rendered as righteousness. So, so the righteous choices? Righteousness choices or right the right choices for sex education, yeah, I, I guess. I don't, yeah. Anal should be on that list. Yeah, yeah, I think it's a fairly yeah. righteous thing. I, yeah. I, I compliment any, any girl who does it and yeah. I'm, why I'm at it, any man. Yeah. I'm, 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 a, I'm a good guy. Absolutely. Do what you want. Yeah, it's not easy. Anyways, it's not easy. I would bet. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so anyway, so anyway, so like, but what what it was was it was a phrasing in their laws for maybe a week, and then Bob was like, "It's not a reproductive organ." And he was right, and then everyone went, "Actually, that's right. Just call it a sexual organ." And, and he goes, "And I there's there's a bit that's taken out of the interview where I went to him, uh, and he goes, he goes, uh, he he goes, uh, he goes." You can't give birth out of the anus. There's no way you can have a child out of the anus. And I just looked at him and went, that's how Democrats are made, am I right? <laughs> how, how much did he love that? Yeah, and then there was a moment like, oh, I wish I had that line a month ago when I was arguing about this. I'm sure he uses it now. Oh, yeah. Well, the thing is he seems to have claimed that he invented the mangina the word mangina, right? Yeah, yeah the, or the, wor- whole- the, the word mangina, because he was saying the mangina about the anus. And we, we've all agreed, and we talked about this in the writer's room, the mangina is not the anus. The mangina has been a term that's been probably used for 20 years. Right. And it's when you put your cock and balls between your legs, you put your legs together to make it look like there's a vagina, and you walk into and surprise your girlfriend, you go, oh, I'm a lady, I'm right. a lady. And right. the silence, girl- of the oh, the silence, silence of the lambs. 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 Um, he made um, it. <laughs> <laughs> so, he made it. was going nowhere until that movie. No career, Mangina, before that. Yeah. Buffalo Bill got at it. Buffalo Bill, uh, that Oscar award-winning Mangina. And so, so there's a bit that when, like, because this is something that really pisses me off, and you'll probably write it more in the comment section just to annoy me. And whenever you write comments under one of our clips and you go, oh, I hate the canned laughter, there is zero canned laughter on yeah, this show. This is a live studio audience, and that's their real laughs. Like, we're not, you know, fucking, there's not an applause sign or anything. It's real laughs. 
So when we were watching the clip, the thing that let me down a little bit was everyone laughed when I said mangina, man, like, reproductive, reproductive. And I said mangina. And then I turned to the crew and I said, look, that's what a mangina is, putting your cock and balls between your legs and acting like your lady. And in unison, like the cameraman, the boom guy, every, <laughs> everyone in unison went, yeah, that's a mangina. Great. <laughs> <laughs> like Bob was the only guy who didn't do it. Um, so I'm sure he went home after the interview and gave yeah, it a, yeah, a whirl. <laughs> like, hasn't he done a sit-down wee? Like, a sit-down wee is an automatic va- mangina. Every time you're doing a shit, you've got a mangina. And yeah. Like, who's uh, propping their dick above their thighs while they're shitting? You always tuck it. I mean, yeah, he's. I mean, he's not a thin guy either. I think he automatically almost has yeah, a mangina half the time. So yeah, you get. I it. think that's right. I mean, I'm heavier. I can tell you, it happens. Right now, the thing about Bob is Bob. Uh, Bob was very proud to tell me that he did have a. Uh, he says a career, but he did dabble in stand-up comedy back in the day. If you're watching what? Bob, and uh, yeah, so Bob, uh, in he, went, he went. I don't know where, but uh, probably a club called Denial. <laughs> anyway, but like, but like Bob, Bob, uh, Bob did stand-up comedy, and then I said to Bob because I was doing a show that night in Honolulu. That was part of the reason why I was in Honolulu. And I said, Bob, do you want to open for me? You can do five minutes, and he said, Nah. I said, Do two minutes, and he's like, Nah. But he did actually come and see the gig, so you know. Well, that was good sport. Yeah, good sport yeah, good sport. Yeah, and he and look, I'll tell you, from he, like the guy loved his wife, loved his kids. He's just got a few fucking backwards ideas. He's on the wrong side of history, but. You're on his side now, Brian. He he was yelling at the woman you love. I don't condone Bob's actions at all. I'm just no, no, no. Brian's just happy that he's wearing her in. (laughs) Yeah, exactly, exactly, dude. (laughs) Oh, you're married, Brian, right? Not for long. (laughs) Sorry, all right. It, uh, yeah, I am. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> How's that going? Look, Beth, Beth Fukumoto hey, is, is an attractive lady. Topic. My wife and I have an arrangement. <laughs> is your right? wife going to listen to this podcast? Yeah, yeah. You, uh, you yeah. and your wife have an arrangement where you're allowed to fuck any senator. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like it's like she's like, yeah, yeah. If you think you can fuck a senator, you go right okay. ahead. Yeah, yeah. Like, like she thought there won't be any problems there, and then Beth Fukumoto shows right. up, and <laughs> fucks everything up. I think she's yeah. a state representative for the tenth time. Ah, oh, well, no, no, no you don't. <laughs> well, it's yeah, ten yeah. times now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ten, eleven yeah, times now. Yeah, so. you, you don't have that arrangement, so you're okay. fucked. Yeah. No, it's All fine. Right. So the next thing was Equifax. Equifax is a credit bureau that takes your credit scores or what have you, and. Um, they got uh, a breach uh, where a lot of their information was leaked or hacked, and uh, something. Uh, 147 million people. 147. Somewhere in that neighborhood. I don't know. Yeah. Now, now when, when you think about 147 million people getting their information hacked, that's like 147 million adults in America. That's right. So it's like it's over 50 percent. Over 50 percent because you can't count uh, children, anyone under 18. Yeah, yeah. So that goes out the window. So, so it 143 was a, million. Just it was sure. a lot yeah. of fucking people got hacked, and then they just sort of said, "Oh, what are you going to do about it?" You know, sorry about that. And the the uh, the CEO, he actually shirked his abilities. And then we started off, we did a joke about um, the Monopoly Man. I, I'm a very big fan in this show of going on tangents whenever we want. But sometimes they're hard to do because we only really have sort of seven minutes to talk about each piece. And so if we go on a tangent for a minute and a half, that really takes away um, from the show. But we did a tangent about how Monopoly pieces have been taken away. They got rid of the boot, the wheelbarrow, and the iron, and, and the thimble. They got right. rid of four of them and mm-hmm. replaced it with a rubber duck, a T-Rex, and what was the other thing? 
I don't remember. The penguin? The penguin. penguin. Fuck that. Who wants a fucking penguin? <laughs> yeah. well, who wants That's a re- thimble? See, this is the thing. Oh, is Monopoly was brought out during the Depression and pe- when people did things like sew their own fucking clothes up. Yeah. And have yeah, iron thing. You think people stuff. know what a thimble is? That's probably where they change it. Kid my, opens it up. They're like, what the fuck's this? My mother has Cut thimbles. With holes in it. She still rocks it. Well, but what, is, what does a thimble do? It protects your finger from getting stabbed with a needle. So people know what thimbles are right there. Right. Yeah, but I'm old. So what what does a T-Rex have to do with, like, Park Place, though? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, in a park yeah, yeah. And stuff. Like, I it's like, just a yeah. not... I uh, like how you're saying that a thimble is too old-fashioned, yet a T-Rex... Belongs in a place where you a build real estate. way it's trendier than a, a metaphor thimble. for capitalism or some shit. I just wanted to say trendy because I know what I've said. <laughs> I, I, I think the thimble will come back one day with a vengeance. Um, so we did a little... <laughs> Jim Jeffries quotes. <laughs> Certainly hope so. so. So we did a whole thing on that. There was, an, there was Jim and Oscar Wilde. <laughs> <laughs> So we talked about social security numbers and how easy they are to take and how we just really just give them out to everybody. That's right. I've written it on forms here. There's like in our office, there is at least nine people who know what my social security number is. And there's a good chance that over the course of the next year, I might upset one of them. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? And they, they have all that information. I just don't really know how you protect these things. I know that Equifax shouldn't have given them away, but how do we... Uh, protect them and then we did something that although maybe not our um, funniest or most electrifying piece we ever did talking about <laughs> checks um, my manager who's an American uh, watched the show today and afterwards he goes I never knew that the rest of the world didn't use checks did you know this? No not until you said something I didn't know it until well, we don't use checks now so we have um, other foreign writers in the room Jason Whitehead and Matt Kirshen who's a Canadian and British and um, they were both outraged that we still have to use checks. Now, to this day, I still don't quite know how to use write a check. I fuck it up on a regular basis. Really? Because I just wasn't born <laughs> into the whole check world. Yeah, you learn yeah. it in this country when you're a kid. Yeah. The yeah, only like, make it, yeah. fun thing about checks is the memo section. You can write in whatever you want. And that's like the only good time you get to. <laughs> yeah. It's like if you owe your landlord $500, you can write $500 and you just write sex in the memo section. It's a good time. You're meant to keep that. <laughs> it's a good time. You're meant to keep that as a, uh, like a, a thing so you know what you did with your check. Right, but it's more sex. fun if they take it to the bank. And yeah, but if, oh, where's the memo bit on the back or something? No, no, it's, no it's right on the lower. Oh, left. you can write whatever you yeah. want. Yeah, you can there. write whatever you can write. But the joke's only good if you're there. Like you, you write it and you're like, "That's going to be funny at the bank," but you're not there. No, yeah. the bank teller never cares. She's, yeah, it's, 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 yeah, <laughs> it's, <like, laughs> <laughs> it's a slow burn. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you just have to tell people that you did it, and then I wrote. Hand jobs. <laughs> <laughs> I get, I, uh, I go, Forest opens up for me, and so on the road, and so I've written you several checks. And I've just. You don't write them, you just go there. No, fill but that I out. know. <laughs> That's what you tell me. You're like, fill I, that out. I'm I go, right. fill that out. I write, I sign it, I write the amount in so he can't go, and a billion dollars, because <laughs> he can't cash that. Mm. Anyway, so I, I, I didn't know, I know where the memo section is, and now I will be writing things. <laughs> I can you write know, you don't pay me that often, so I'm, I'm just, so yeah. sorry for it. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, Wait, like have it. you ever seen the movie Blank Check with your son? I haven't seen the movie Blank Check with myself. Oh, see, that's the. I feel like that's the only reason I'm okay with checks is the movie Blank Check. What's Blank Check? It's this kid. Have you seen it? Yeah, I yeah. saw it. It was. Uh, it's a little kid. Well, go ahead. No, I think you'll do it better. It's a little kid who, uh, how does he get the check? 
I think he's like already a rich doing guy it worse. Loses it. <laughs> like a wish guy. Basically, he just cashes some check for like a million dollars and then just gets to go buy like a bunch of toys and just. Oh, it's a kids movie. Yeah, more a family movie. And uh, they give him the cash. Yeah. Yeah, it's just. Because there wouldn't be a movie, I guess, without it. I mean, like, they, like, they, 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 you know, yeah. I just feel like they're like, hey, like, two forms of ID. Yeah, no, no one made him co-sign or anything. I don't think so. They I didn't go. Tough. You seem like you're under eighteen. Yeah, can I? <laughs> you're ten. <laughs> you know what's weird about checks, and I never understood what you could do. Like, if somebody writes you a check, then you could just write in the back, "Pay to the order of," and then put another person's name and sign it. But then they don't really know what your signature is. Because you know what I'm saying, like no, it's, it's not a good system. Yeah. It says yeah. red. It's really silly. Agreed. <laughs> so I'm glad. I'm glad we. I'm glad we put that to rest. Yeah. The end of the the piece, though, there was something happened. The, what happened at the end of the piece? There's somebody might have stolen your identity. Oh, oh yeah. yes, that was actually for another piece we were going to do. We had this idea a long time ago about um, go, like what happens in was it. Japan? It was, was it a rental white guy in China. China. Yeah. In China, they had a thing where companies, for their brochures and whatnot, they will have a picture of a, like a white guy shaking hands because it makes the country seem a little <laughs> bit more illustrious. And what they're basically doing is getting like fucking white guys that have fucking nothing going on in their lives that are right. basically homeless. But then they're doctors. Yeah, and then they, so. shave, yeah. they shave them down, put them in a suit, and then they shake their hands and go, hey, look, we're dealing with white people at this company, right? <laughs> yeah. And so I was going to go out to China and be a white model. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and then so we thought, and the ending of the piece was going to be the only it, thing we shot was this. Yeah, oh. like yeah. so the end was going to be like an Asian guy that was going to come out and do my job if I was going to do their jobs, and he was going right. to walk out on stage and like go, "Hello, cunts!" Right? <laughs> and so so we recorded it, and then we ditched the idea about going to China to do this other field piece, but we still had. This footage of an Asian guy that we gave 500 bucks to. It was a show in Philadelphia. Yeah, show in Philadelphia. He came out and said, hello, cunts. And we thought, we'll never use that. And then we found a place. Yes. We found it. Was that your pitch? It was, yeah. like I, Because I remember you telling me about it, and you were like, it was really funny. And I just kept thinking, that's always been in the back of my mind. Like, that sounds so funny if you can just Oh, the thing, yeah, yeah. And then... When we were writing this, it seemed like, oh, you can do an identity theft thing with that. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's just, it's so funny that guy. That guy was, uh, he was, he's only done background acting ever. Because I was backstage with him, you were on stage, and they had him in the leather jacket, and you guys bought him some some Chuck Taylors. Yeah. And he just, <laughs> and he like really? paced around for like two I, hours, I, just like, I, oh, oh. No, I, I didn't buy him Chuck Taylors. I traded those for a Mogwai. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I like in like the five minutes before he walks on stage in the clip, it's just Scott over and over being like, "Hello, cunts!" Yeah, yeah, All yeah. You, just "Hello, cunts!" And then you "Hello." Oh, in the clip from my phone. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. His son was there, just like, "Come on, Dad, just hello, cunts." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and. Uh, and the crowd, it was like you were almost done with your set too. You'd done most of your set. I'd done like an yeah. hour forty on stage, and I said, "Look, I got this thing I need you to do." And I said, "Just when they come out, we did two takes. We did a take of the audience going mental, and then like a take of the audience just being like confused. Mm-hmm. And we used the audience going mental take, which which was funny. Yeah, that. yeah, that was good. Yeah. Now, act uh, four. Act four, the funnest act of them all. Right. <laughs> I always like it's always something fun for the most part. Lighthearted. 
something lighthearted, except for last week, which wasn't. What was last week? That was lighthearted. It was Melania the Books. Oh, oh yeah, Melania yeah, the Books yeah. was good. Yeah. We had a dark one recently. But anyway, so so we did this thing about how AOL, which I allegedly can't say right, but uh, AOL uh, Incident Messenger um, was shutting down. It was It's being removed on, I think, December 15th or something around 13th or something around there. And um, so we did like an in memoriam of uh, all the different little things. I mentioned this at the beginning of the podcast, all the different stuff like uh, LimeWire. And, and we, the, I thought the funniest bit was mentioning Bing. Um, but before that, we said, who's using AOL Messenger? I assume it's just four old pedophiles in a room that, uh, that, that have just met up for the first time. Now, this is the thing that's funny about Andrew Wontok is sitting with us right now. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew Wontok, he, he's, he's already looking at me. He's always like, ah, oh, you can fuck off. <laughs> now, now if, if you don't know Andrew Wontok, he didn't always work for this show. Uh, Andrew Wontok used to work for Daniel Tosh where one time he drank a fucking load of, was it rhino or cow cum or something? What did you do? Rhinos or oh cows? No, no, what was Wait. it, Scott? Scott, what was, what was it? It was horse semen. Horse semen. He drank a load of horse semen? He drank a load of horse... To so, get the job? It wasn't a yeah. load. <laughs> to get the job? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, How much do you want to work with? <laughs> yeah, so he's a, he's a fun guy. He's up for most things. He's all, <laughs> and I'm sorry, But I'm sorry, ladies, he's married with kids. Um, but anyway, so he drank horse semen. Half horse. As, as, no. As, as you do. And, uh, and so, for, so for this, it was like you can't use stock footage of people. Like there was, there was an episode earlier where we wanted to use a stock footage of a woman holding a baby, but she was a Nazi, and we wanted to put yeah. a swastika on her arm. And then, like, even with the stock photos, you can't put swastikas on people. And so, Which is probably a good law. Probably. probably. <laughs> Stupid laws. <laughs> Seems a little fascist to me. Anyway, so... So, so what happens is you want to have a picture of four different people sitting around a table and call them pedophiles. Also, that is also frowned upon. <laughs> yeah, right. And so, so during our table read on uh, yesterday, Monday, we, we sat around and we said, look, we can't get this picture of four alleged pedophiles around a table from a stock photo. So we actually cast around the workplace for people to do the photos. And Andrew went to speak and then a bit of horse semen just fell out of his fucking mouth. <laughs> And anyway, so, so was it a, a child horse? Oh my god! If if pony cum isn't a nickname, that will stick. I don't know what it is. Uh, pony cum t-shirts. Get them right not laughing here. anymore. <laughs> oh come on! You're uh, my little pony uh, cum. Anyway, so. So Andrew, Andrew, very. I'm not going to tease you anymore. He he posed for the picture, and then in rehearsal, I kept on going. That one's named Andrew. Andrew, one. I like he said his name over and over and over again. He just looked angry and angry at me. And during the actual recording, I looked over at him, and he was just gave me this. Don't you fucking do it. And then I, I didn't I didn't deliver the joke. It was very nice to me. Now, <laughs> uh, now it's on the podcast though. So uh... it was very my my little pony comes very close to my heart. <laughs> Right. Now, before we go, has anyone got anything, any final thoughts, any ideas? Actually, let's do this as a final segment that we haven't done before. Any idea? Because this is the thing is people think we have things prepped for next week. 
Right. We do not. No, we have nothing. We do no. not have anything prepped for next week. I'm hoping that Trump just calls like someone with AIDS a son of a bitch. That would be perfect. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, do you know how happy we were when he said the kneeling son of a bitch? We're like, oh, oh yeah, thank perfect. you, Trumpy. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. You know what I mean? So, like, we were going to actually do the Pence leaving the San Francisco 49ers uh, thing, but then we decided to do the thing uh, where Andrew Wontok looked like a pedophile. (laughs) (laughs) Do we have to – we can bleep your name. Do you want us to bleep your name? No, it's already on a register, isn't it? Voice was quiet. Uh, <laughs> it's not allowed within 500 yards of a stable. <laughs> <laughs> that joke that joke works two ways. He's not within 500 yards of a stable, and he's not allowed within 500 yards of a stable relationship. <laughs> um, so, any okay, throw them at me. Throw me ideas, because we're about to go in the office and have ideas. Uh, what was that? Oh, we were talking about charity because it's uh, Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Yeah. Oh, you know, like you know how I feel about breast cancer. Right. You don't like it. Well, I don't like... I don't like breast cancer, but I, I'm, I'm, the breast cancer charities irk me a little bit because they take like some, some crazy number, like 80 or 90% of all cancer money goes to breast cancer, and they only account for less than 25% of all cancer, but they really steal from all the other cancer charities. And yeah. the, the reason, because no one, you know, everyone likes tits, you know, like mm. women like them, men like them, gay guys like tits, they're very popular. Yeah. And, and But no one gives money to colon cancer, you know what I mean? And colon cancer is killing just as many people as breast cancer. And here's the joke that we'll probably put in the episode, because no one wants to wear a brown ribbon with red spots on it. Am I right? <laughs> um, so, so that might, like, like okay, so, so let's just agree that we won't do a whole segment on bashing breast cancer, but there might be a small part. Well, I think that's the lead-in, yeah. and then you can yeah. just do, talk about charity. Yeah, I have a weird thing about charities with... Um, why don't we just donate money to be good? Why is it always like I'm bidding on a yacht? Why do I have to right. hear like someone's like, I'll walk 25 miles if you sponsor me for every mile. Or I could just give you the money and you can sit at home and we can all be good people and fucking move on. Yeah. Like why do you have to hurt your feet for me to go, well, all right then. Like I hate I hate child abuse, but really try to win me over. What was it you had said about the Puerto Rico concerts they were putting on? Well, the thing with oh. the Puerto Rico concert was what they were doing was they're putting Puerto Rico artists on. What's the point of that? Right. It's like that's only going to be playing to more Puerto Rican people and they're already fucking up and running. They're like, oh, all right, I should help Puerto Rico. You know what you do? Put on a bit of ACDC, bit of Midnight Oil. That's how you get my money. That's right. <laughs> Try to expand. Yeah. Yeah, it's totally. I, yeah. One more time, Brian. Olsen, anything you'd like to say? Anything you'd like to, like, you got, like... You just checked his name on a bit of paper. You went, Brian. No, I didn't. Olsen. No, I was just looking to see what we had to say. I know what everybody's names are. Okay, don't so put me in your category. Like, yeah, I'm, no, I'm not good. I'm not Brian, good Brian, I want you to give your Twitter handle because it's the worst. It's just the worst. <laughs> it's the worst. Twitter. I never do it. Worst it's Twitter a, handle in the United... <laughs> go ahead. Olsen, O-L-S-E-N, two underscores. You, you'll never find it. I, I Why you would you do that? <laughs> I don't really yeah. Twitter that much. Even I if it was really Olsen, one like, underscore, <laughs> <laughs> you threw a Olsen, note. one underscore was taken... 
And it was like, I was doing all these different permutations of it, and after a while I was like, screw it, I'm just doing the two underscores, I don't even care why, about the like I just want to be done with it. Why didn't you do Brian Olsen 1? There's so many Brian Olsen, it's a way You can change it now. What you don't you change it now, though. You could change it, but you know, don't do yeah, it don't now. Don't change it now, give it at it's least. your best so, promo yeah, you're ever getting for right? yeah. So Olsen, O-L-S-E-N, like the twins, two underscores. Oh, yeah, two man. underscores, no caps. And I'll probably be at the writers. Yeah, we, 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 yeah, you, we, that would be great. Are you proud of yourself that day? No, I was, I was tired and frustrated. <laughs> <laughs> it's better than Jason Whitehead. Who, who? Do we have Jason on the podcast yet? Yes, we've had all the writers like, on the podcast. Yeah, so Jason for, Whitehead, for his one is JJ Whitesnake. Well, yeah, nobody's gonna yeah. find that. Yeah, and that's coming from two underscores. Yeah, and it's also showing his age in his Twitter handle. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and and Curtis, oh, uh, my my Twitter handle is Curtis underscore Cook, so I can't give you too much shit. I got it. That's normal too. though. That's, that's normal. One, that's though. fine. I mean, that's fine. Yeah. We'll be. And Curtis will be October twenty third <laughs> at Flappers with a lot of the people you've heard on the podcast. I believe Suba is going to be there. Your, uh, your Matt Kirshen, Kevin your Twitter Avery, handle and would be a good name Twitter handle for Curtis Stone, the Australian chef. He would have taken Curtis Cook in a heartbeat. Not Curtis underscore Cook. Oh, yeah, no, that's a useless yeah. fucking underscore. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So um, just the final thought before uh, we leave this podcast. Um, if you see people in the street today, don't spit on them. Uh, my name's Jim <laughs> Jeffries. Uh, thank you very much. We'll see you next week. All right. Uh, please, if you haven't already, I know you're listening to it, but please subscribe to the show, rate it, write a review, and um, follow us on uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts.